What is going on? Adam, how you doing, buddy? Plug. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about before the show that uh, <laughs> what we were going to do. But, yeah, wait, this, is, this is the Con Men Podcast. Um, you can find us on, on Instagram, con underscore man underscore podcast. So that's where you can find us. Uh, like, it will all be in our socials down below. There would be a link tree and everything. But, uh, but yeah, uh, also patreon.com forward slash conman podcast. And that's where you can find all our bonus episodes. That's how you can support us. That is the best way to support the show. So uh, patreon.com forward slash conman podcast. It, it, it's, it's, we got some good stuff out there, guys. We got a whole, there's a whole RSS feed in there. And I don't know how many episodes we got on there, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it, my name is Sean, of course. You guys know me. We got a big bump in Instagram followers from our, from our Gary Plosh video. Um, but alongside me is my good friend Adam Hester. What's going on, Hello. buddy? Hello, Sean. How are you? Cheers, buddy. Cheers. We got a delicious white Russians. There we go. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Adam... Adam um, is the movie guru? I don't even know how. How should I introduce you as? Because you you do an excellent podcast about uh, horror movies, cult cult movies, just like anything that's not mainstream. Yes, that's at the uh, Skeleton Factory podcast. Okay, you can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcast, all fine fine places where you find podcasts. Okay, yeah. I'm on Instagram. At skeleton underscore factory. I'm on Twitter at SF Podcast ATX. I'm also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. There's a shitload of uh, free audio episodes. Uh, all video episodes are behind a paywall. So uh, I just did one last week for Lord of Illusions. It was a listener request, the 1995 Clive Barker film. So, um, yeah, if you want to know about uh, really, really cool movies, impress your Tinder date so you can get your dick wet, go to Skeleton Factory Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. It, it's we. I just got back into town uh, last night, and uh, I got to enjoy a little bit of the 4th, 4th of July festivities. Yeah, man. How was your 4th? Uh, it was mostly on the road. I was in El Paso, just getting back from El Paso. I was at my dad's wedding. So it was, I mean, I spent all my money. So, <laughs> oh my God, going, going to a wedding on the 4th of July. Yeah. yeah. We basically hate everyone. We're a bunch of assholes and we don't want any, we don't care if everyone likes us and we hate everyone who likes us and everyone's gay and we hate you. Yeah, we. But Why we, are you gay? <laughs> yes. But it, I'm I'm happy to be back. Happy to be doing doing the podcast. Um, El Paso was it was good. I got to see my family and then drive fucking ten hours. It sucks. Anyone that that's ever made that trip, anyone that it's not from Texas, that's ever made that drive, man, it is brutal. 
I mean, I made that drive from there to here. Mm-hmm. Not fun. There, there's nothing. There is nothing over there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, also, another thing, YouTube has not taken us down yet, so we're we're still on there. But we're we're, we're streaming live on Rumble right now. We got some people in the chats right now. I just want to say hello to everyone in the chats. Uh, hello, everybody <laughs> in the chats. Yeah. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> I, I showed everyone um, in my family that video. They love it. Oh, wonderful. This one thing they do like is is uh, is that they don't like any of my conspiracy theory stuff. They hate it. But it was <laughs> we got into a, a yell argument about 9-11. I told them, I was like, I don't want to get into this, this conversation because <laughs> you're not winning this one, especially with me. <laughs> you're not <laughs> winning this one. I, I, I know a little bit about 9-11. Tower Seven, sure. Um, Osama bin Laden being uh, his his brother having that meeting with George H W Bush. Yeah, yeah, it's all connected, man. Yeah, that's really what the show's about. Is everything's connected? Yes. Yeah, we're talking about having a whiteboard that like Glenn Beck has. I don't, I've never yeah. actually watched Glenn Beck, so he has a whiteboard where he connects things. Yeah, I mean, well, no, he'll, yeah, he'll make lists of things and, and, and give visual aids of mm-hmm. what exactly he's talking about, especially if it's, like, if it's uh, information that spans over years and decades and things like that. This it's fun. Is, yeah, I mean, this, this subject matter, because we're, we're in part two of the Waco Siege, this would be the perfect thing to have a whiteboard where I can kind of connect all these different subject matters into one thing. Like, all right, we got Randy Weaver right here from, from Ruby Ridge, and you got David Koresh. What do those guys have in common? Boom. Fucking circle thing, big thing of guns. They all have guns. They all hate the government, and they all kind of want to just do their own thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really simple. It's just just some guys who just want to exercise their First and Second Amendment rights. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and really what I wanted to get into today, I didn't think I was going to go that deep into Ruby Ridge. And I started writing the episode, and I was like five pages in. And I was, it was only supposed to be a paragraph about Ruby Ridge, but there's so much to Ruby Ridge. I was like, we, we can't just gloss over what happened during that 11-day standoff with the ATF, the U.S. Marshals, and the FBI. 11 days. It was 11 days. It's a long-ass time. Yeah, and it, was, it wasn't it was that many people. It was just, like, him and his family and one of his friends and then, like... Um, Their dog. <laughs> Rest in peace. R.I.P. The Weaver dog. Yeah. Um, I think his... What the fuck? I can't remember his name. It was, like, something... It's like, Adolf or something cool. <laughs> something awesome like that. That's funny because my neighbor next to me, when I was growing up, he had a German shepherd named Adolf. Beautiful. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> He, he would just work on his car. He had a a bunch of uh, um, posters in his in his garage. He just had like girls in bikinis, and this was like before like internet porn. Sure. So like you, you always to, just peek in there, like whoa, whoa. You had to use your imagination back. Then. Yeah, which is way hotter when you think of it. Like you just see a girl that's naked. You you want to see a little bit. Yeah, you have to a little coverage. You have, to, you have to fantasize. Yeah, like just throwing just naked out there. I need a little more than that. I need. Yeah. I don't know. That's why there's lingerie. I need prolapsed uh, rectums. 
That's the opposite of what I'm saying. To start. <laughs> what were you talking about? Oh, fucking Ruby Ridge. And oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but <sighs> so this, this is, uh, so we're in part two of this, um, of this series. Let me just make sure I'm recording. Okay, good. <laughs> that would have sucked. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're looking good, guys. Yes. Um, so last week, we talked about uh, Waco, but like more of the Branch Davidians. We talked about um, uh, David Koresh. Yeah, dude. Having battles, having having cult leader yes. battles. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's funny because like not a lot of people know the history before like what happened in the before time yeah there was a before like it wasn't just the siege like it's a whole interesting thing i'm surprised that there was the amc or fx uh series they did a 10 i think it was like a like an eight part series about it and they they don't really talk about the him in 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 george rodden which is fascinating or who the branch davidians are like the whole Seventh Adventist uh, church, where they it was a very, it was like a apocalyptic type of type of church, and they did not like being called a cult, especially David Koresh. He's like, I'm not a cult leader. Like th- these people, <laughs> I'm I'm not forcing them to be here. They can leave whenever they want. Those sure. are my friends. Yeah, so I'm not a cult leader. Uh, uh, you are. You are. <laughs> yeah. So David Koresh, um, he goes and. Um, like when when he's a kid, he he. Um, well, first he's born, as we, as we all are. Yeah, yeah, he's born by his teenage mother. So like uh, his his dad was a little older. He wasn't that old, but he was but he was like five or six years older than his fifteen year old girlfriend. So like we we kind of get into how it was like kind of cyclical. Whenever he gets older, he has he also has young wives and he wants to have a bunch of children and uh, he he like uh, got involved like he. He impregnated a um, a preacher's daughter, mm-hmm. and um, it got basically got him kicked out of the church. He goes and joins the Branch Davidians. Uh, the Branch he he he's dyslexic, so he like teaches himself how to read the whole <laughs> New Testament. Like the guy was really driven, and um, I mean all this stuff's on on last week's episode. So like just I I don't want to get too too uh, far into the weeds on that one, but. Like he he goes and uh, he, he he gets into a gun battle with George Rodden. George Rodden was the son of one of the leaders of the Branch Davidians, but his mother did not want him to be. His mother didn't want him to be in the uh, didn't want him to be the leader because he was kind of like a fucking idiot. Sure. Kind of, and he was he was kind of a loose cannon. That's why they got into a gun battle with. Uh, That's why they got into a cannon battle. Yeah, Dave, Dave Koresh, and then they, they, they get in this long uh, shootout. And then there's also the thing with the Messiah off where they where they were um, they were seeing who can resurrect a dead body. And then David Koresh, uh, well, David George Rodden steals his dead body and tries to resurrect it, and, and then Koresh just calls the police on him. He, do you think he tricked him, or do you think he was, like, for real in the beginning? No, no, I think he tricked him. You rode a blading faggot. Exactly. Dave, David Koresh isn't a dumb guy. He's actually kind of a smart, except for he can't read. But he's not He's not stupid. <laughs> it, you have to be a little smart to get a bunch of people to follow you, or manipulative. manipulative. However you say that word. Uh, I don't know. Manipulating people and being smart. 
I think is two different, very specific things. That's like people are like, you know, who's really smart. Uh, uh, the Kardashians. I'm like, no, no, no. They're other people are stupid, and they have uh, butts that mm-hmm. were made in a lab, mm-hmm. and they're taking advantage. There's a difference between taking advantage of stupid people and being smart. Lab grown butts. Because smart people know the people. They can suss out the people who are just manipulating dumbasses. But there is a something to say about being a marketing genius, like how Chris Kardashian is. A marketing. She's a marketing genius. Genius. Like she would. She would much rather like have her her own daughter. Is it Chris Jenner? It, it, that's the mom, right? Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, she was. She's like, hey, my daughter's getting banged out by this fucking, like, R&B singer. We're going to put this on the internet. Yeah. And, like... You like watching people get fucked for free? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris Kardashian just doesn't have any morals. She's a bad person, but, like, also marketing genius. I mean, that, that's, that's like saying... Uh, uh, what was it? Fucking who's the angel of death? Fucking um, angel of death. Yeah, the Nazi. Oh, uh, Joseph Mengele. That's like saying that, that guy's had the most successful camp of all time. <laughs> so that I mean, that guy is not he's, dumb either. He's just a success. Yeah. What other camp can say we've had six million people come through here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, not they didn't really come through. They just well, they they pulled. When you think about it, they pulled it off. Yeah. They, they they did it. It's like saying he's the greatest <laughs> camp counselor of all time. <laughs> that's what you. That's like what you're saying. That's like saying Chris Jenner, marketing genius, mm-hmm. Joseph Mengele, greatest camp counselor of all time. That's it, that's the equivalent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think both are inappropriate mm-hmm. and uh, and wrong. Yes. I don't even know what the f- that means. That's the most retarded sh- I've ever heard. Mentally. That's f- mentally retarded as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, so 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 part two of the series, uh and what I was saying earlier, it I wanted to really get into what happened at Waco, but in order to get into what happened at Waco, you had to discuss one of the most important uh awful things that happen to like civil liberties or, or or it just shows the the strength of what the government is willing to do like when someone's like well the government's not going to come down and and just start killing you like it's a well, good example of what's possible yeah and um yeah and uh i, I think people will be dismissive of ruby ridge it's because because it's, it's like some racist white man but it's like Oh no, they could do that with other people too. Or what? What was it? Remember, uh, what was it? What was the organization Move? Mm-hmm. Where like the police just came in and they were occupying this house. I should remember this, but I don't remember. There was a great documentary on the on the Move house, and I think it was in Chicago or something. But basically, all these this like black organization was like occupying this house, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was the city of Chicago. I think I could was be wrong. Bl- are you thinking of Black Wall Street? No. Okay, because they did that. And, and they basically, like, just fucking burnt the fucking house down and mm-hmm. arrest everyone who came running out. Oh, shit. Yeah, like. It's just like, 
you know, like there's there's actually a lot of really good examples of just like uh, people people in authority can fuck with you whenever they feel like it. Yeah, and to think that can't happen to you is. Those people didn't think it can happen to them. I'm sure David Koresh was like, what are they going to do? Fucking shoot all these women and children? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually. Well, actually, they're going to light them all on fire. Or, or they're going to they're gonna put a bunch of cyanide into their their into their into camp. Also, CS gas, which is going to... Yeah. We said this on, on, on the live, on Instagram live earlier, is what would you rather die of? Would you rather get burned to death or uh, being forced to... Ingest cyanide to death, and Adam had a had a good, terrifying point. Well, I said I'd rather be burnt, I'd rather be lit on fire and die that way. Because mm-hmm. when you get lit on fire, like uh, fire is fueled off of oxygen, mm-hmm. so you would basically just suffocate immediately if you're just engulfed in flames. But cyanide would just like melt your throat and. Your lung, you'd have to wait for your lungs to fill up with fluid and, you know, your nerves would start to fucking melt. Like, it would probably take longer. That's if I had a choice. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not as bad as being burned to death, but it seems like uh, being burned to death. Because getting burnt hurts. Yeah. But having all the fucking oxygen sucked out of your lungs with fire seems like a slightly more... Yeah, merciful. <laughs> that sounds fate. awful. Yeah, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound like a good time. You rollerblading faggot. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. Uh, Boom Daddy. Soundboard works. Boom Daddy 572, welcome to the chats. He said, hello, day one listener, first time in the chats, though. Yeah, it's good to see you, buddy. Yeah, day one listener. That's pretty awesome. Day one. Yeah. I, ho- I hope this is everything you, you were hoping it was going to be. This is what we look like. Hello. It's what we look like. It's not. It's it's not the best. I mean, our studio looks great. It but. could be better. We, <laughs> we can. Yeah. We can. Too bad we don't have a marketing genius behind us like Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. Yeah. But those are the breaks. We do have a really cool lava lamp. Yeah. So, I guarantee not one Kardashian has a cool lava lamp. So yeah. We win. They lose. Patriarchy. Yes. Wins again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're 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 way better at this stuff. Like, come on and check out what we're doing over here. I love when like hyper famous people who don't do anything, they're just famous for being famous. Like, start a podcast. Oh, it's the worst. They they make really bad podcasts. Yeah, and then they get like like five hundred million like listens the first time, and then like a week later, they're like, oh yeah, all those were fake. Yeah, that was a marketing strategy. Barack Obama's. Try to do a podcast and it was fucking probably awful. I mean, he's D- didn't he have a show with like Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, it was with Bruce Springsteen and they canceled it. I, I don't. Li- I don't want to listen to anything either. One of those guys have to say. No, sing me a song, you piece of shit. Yeah, I don't want to listen to most musicians. What? Is, yeah, what even is, ones I like, I'm like not interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if if you ever go down that um that Lady Gaga rabbit hole. Like she surrounds herself with all these like Satanists and Marina Abramovich. Like she, and then the whole—I don't know if you've ever seen that picture of that of where they're at that party and they have that black guy that has like all the like the powder on him and he looks like a slave. And that guy, he just looks ashy. Yeah, well, like they they put like white powder on him. It's really weird. Yeah. And that guy died like two days later. And they're going. And of what? 
uh, I don't remember. I got to look it up because that. <laughs> I, I kind of brought this up out of nowhere, but there there was this whole thing of Brina uh, Abramovich, how she would do the, all the spirit cooking, how they threw all that like they they had the um, the effigy of of the little child mm-hmm. like in the in the corner, and they would throw like period blood at it, and it was supposed to be like it's supposed to symbolize human sacrifice. Good lord! And this lady, you're it, the fucking reason this country's going down the drain. Yeah, it it's fucking dark. It's like. Um, Lady Gaga has this lady around uh, Queen Elizabeth, the the Clintons, um, like the, why are you gay? Yeah, <laughs> but this lady was like invited to um, to um, Queen Elizabeth's funeral, and it was like a VIP. There was a VIP section at someone's funeral. Hell yeah, there is like Queen Elizabeth. Like everyone, like there's a lot of people at that funeral, but there's people a little more important. Brina Bramovich. Also, I think she, I think she has some like connections with like Aleister Crowley and all that kind of stuff. So, Mister Crowley. Yeah, I I just got done watching a bunch of. uh, Are you familiar with uh, Kenneth Anger? Have you ever heard of him? Mm -mm. Kenneth Anger. He was. He was. he was sort of an occultist guy. He was into like kind of esoteric shits. He was a filmmaker. He was like weirdo fucking um, gay dude. And um, why are you gay? Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, he made movies that had a lot of occult imagery. And he was also like really into Aleister Crowley. Really? Like he was very, very, very into Aleister Crowley. Fuck, man. So it's a, he, he was like like if and if Kenneth Anger was around today it would be people's worst nightmare. That's why things like um, I don't know Little Nas X yeah that shit's or, corny. Or, or who's that? Who's that fucking fat white dude who dresses like like the John Lovitz SNL devil? Yeah, I, uh, Sam Smith. Is yeah, Sam Smith. I, I yeah I I don't know. I just grew up with like satanic black metal. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 all kinds of metal, right? So it's like there's like shock value, but people when people who are like going for shock value, people are like they're coming after our kids for real. It's like it's like like you need to be sure because most people are just doing it just to fuck around. Yeah, and Kenneth Anger was one of those guys who was like he was really into it, but he was like he was he was an artsy fartsy fucking guy. Yeah, like like Satanist stuff. They like they make great music. Like all that stuff, <laughs> yeah. fun. It is fun, yeah. But when when you're starting to do like shit, like a Bruno Abramovich, where she's, what does she do? Like she's an artist, so an artist of what? It's it's like weird, like uh, modern art, where like they act. What is it called when you act out art? Like a like performance artist. Yes, like she's a performance artist. Oh, Lord. I didn't authorize any money to Ukraine to some homosexual weight weirdo. <laughs> I'm sure, like, she has something to do with Ukraine. <laughs> There's sure. something there. Yeah, she's got a, a Ukraine flag sticker there, there, on, on something that she owns. There's, I guarantee it. There's something to all that. It, it's And I want to, damn, I want to do an Aleister Crowley fucking deep dive. That would be fun. Yeah, and then, you, yeah, you can spend hours researching how he was really into mountain climbing. <laughs> and then you're gonna be like, "Fuck! I picked the wrong topic. <laughs> what did I do? This is bad." Yeah, it's yeah. He wasn't like, I don't know. Once you watch, 
once you watch fucking free solo, like everything else about mountain climbing just seems boring. Yeah. So back to Ruby Ridge. <laughs> um Randy Weaver. Uh he he was basically so what what he was, he was he was this ex Green Beret. He he was like a Vietnam vet. Um he gets his wife Vicky Weaver. She is um she has like these dreams. So like she she's she starts thinking that the world's going to end and like they they decide that they were going to move off like off the grid. They moved to Ruby Ridge, Idaho. Beautiful. 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 I, I've actually, I've been meaning to look up what happened to Randy Weaver's house. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, is someone living there? Can I move in? Can yeah. I build a house on that property? Because yeah. I'm, I'm still, I haven't given up on possibly moving into the woods in Idaho. Would you be willing? Because what they did I is. I like Idaho a lot. They, they moved out there and they did not want running water or electricity. They didn't want it. They wanted the the Ted Kaczynski package. Yeah, it was basically yeah the Ted Kaczynski package. Interesting. There was a lot of people during this time that were really looking into all this stuff. I mean, I don't want that. I want running water. I want air conditioning. Mm-hmm. I want internet, central heating. Yeah, I want modern luxuries. What's wrong with having your own generator? Like it's your electricity. You just have to buy the gasoline for it. I mean, I think the deepest I'll go is like I'll get a well. Oh yeah, I've if been can, thinking about doing that, like digging my own well. well. If I can get one, I'll just have a well. Yeah, but I want I want everything else because mm-hmm. I like that shit. Yeah, I, I really I've been thinking about like all this homesteading stuff, getting my own like digging my own well. I don't know anything about that. I was like, I didn't realize you can dig deep enough, and you have your own water. <laughs> like that's a whole thing. Oh, absolutely. I had no idea. I was like, I don't know anything about this. What was it? it was like, I think it was mm, Man versus Wild. Mm-hmm. I think. It might have been Man versus Wild. Uh, there was a thing where they were in the desert, and they like dug deep enough where there was like water. I'm like, I thought this was a desert. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And then I was like, and then I, and then I realized, which, which one's, okay, wait a minute. There's, there's Bear Grylls, and then there's Les Stroud. What's the Bear Grylls one? That's I don't know. I think it was, I think it was a Bear Grylls episode. I think Bear Grylls is that dude's fake. Oh yeah, they they've said that that Les, Les Stroud is legit. Like they they did one where he was in Norway and he just drove a car into the mountains when mm-hmm. it was snowing, and then just stopped his car on this like like hill in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, I'm just gonna act like my car. I'm trapped in my car. Yeah. And he was in the car for like four or five days. And then he realized he was going to fucking starve to death. So he tore his car apart and he made like snowshoes. And he went to the gas tank and, and like filled up a water bottle that he had with like gasoline so he could make a torch. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah. It's just watching a man fucking drive himself crazy. <laughs> kind of like Randy Weaver. Yeah. Like like that segue? Yeah, that was that was a great segue. So, um, where am I at? All right, so Randy Weaver, he so he moves out here to to Ruby Ridge, like I was saying. Um, he his wife is convinced that there's going to be apocalypse. Like she she's uh she I mean she's a 
I wouldn't call her the matriarch of the family, but like she, she, they, they kind of, uh, well, she is. Yeah, I guess you would call the matriarch because she's a mother. And she's like the mother and his wife. Yeah. I always think of Who like, else would be? Yeah, when I say matriarch, I always think like they're, they're the leaders of the whole family, but it just means it's like the more. Like a, like a matron. Yeah, she's a matron. Yeah, so she's a matriarch. And he's the patriarch. Yeah. The great and powerful patriarch. If I moved into the woods, I wouldn't be able to watch my VHS copy of Blade Runner. <laughs> Sick. Okay? I'm not giving this up. No. At all. Absolutely not. That's not happening. So so this thing, it leads to the to an eleven day standoff, which we're gonna get into in a second. What what led to the to the eleven day standoff where his family is inside this cabin and the the ATF Did had, you ask the ATF what led to the eleven day standoff? Oh yeah. They probably would say like 'cause they're like it's twelve is too long. Yeah. There's something about the number eleven. Oh my God! There is something about the number eleven, isn't there? Mm-hmm. I've never got into to the num- numerology, numerology of conspiracies. It's yeah. it's too much. I can't get into Me- it. Remember, uh, what was that? Was it first Ho- season of Hotep Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like it was. What was it? it? It was it Stranger Things, or maybe it was this movie called Con? There was something about there was like eleven eleven. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. I should know. I should just have all these things committed to memory. Yeah, but numerology, I think, is bullshit. Yeah. I think people just see patterns, and then they try to attribute the patterns to s- something that they think is happening. Yeah, it's it's like on a level of, like, Owen Benjamin and, and like, um, <laughs> Owen Benjamin's great, but and everything. He says dumb shit sometimes, but, like, I, I think he puts a lot of thought to it. So like I think he really believes it. I think uh I think like, he, like, he lost the, like his, the earth is flat. He lost his mind somewhere. I think it was when Joey Diaz gave him all those edibles. He just hasn't been the same. You think so? Oh, 100%. He's never been the same since that podcast. He lost his fucking mind. Which I'm I'm fine with if mm-hmm. somebody's just like their brain found an, another path to go down. But like Owen Benjamin he just doesn't seem. Um, he doesn't seem dangerous. No, he's not dangerous. I, I think just the way he lives, like, I mean, he's he's basically Randy Weaver when you think about it. He like he has his own like. Yeah. He lives off the grid. He's uh, I don't I don't know where he lives now. I think he might be in Idaho. <laughs> where is he? I don't know, but I'm sure it's like sick. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, how, like how sick would it be to go? Go to fucking Owen Benjamin's property or go camping with him or go on a fishing trip. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Just to chop wood with him for like a couple hours is probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would be, he would be amazing. Yeah. His story is interesting because he was a guy that was in Hollywood for years as a comedian, also as a writer and all this other stuff. And then one day he's just like, man, Hollywood's fucking sick. Like what they're doing. And he just he moved back to New York, I, I, like upstate New York, and I think he started working with his brother, where they were doing like stuff. Like I think they were like, uh, they were like trimming trees. Yeah, or some yeah, shit, tr- right? yeah. They're like trimming trees, and like he he was like, I, I want to get back to like, like how, like I I, I want to work. I want to go and do things and like do things that are fulfilling, like some something that like Ted Kaczynski would say before he was blowing shit up because he had good points. Ted Kaczynski had great points about things. 
and he was just like, "That's this, like, this is how it should. Be. Oh, you know what's gonna happen? Is there, the the government's gonna end up killing Owen Benjamin probably if he starts like. You think so? Oh yeah, I mean that if if it's it's going down the same path as Randy Weaver. Remember, he was inviting people to go to his compound. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Owen, Owen, know. you got to be careful out there. I think I think he's fine. You know what I mean? Like the gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> gathering of the juggalos takes place every year, and it's always on private farmland, mm-hmm. so police can't go in ever. Mm-hmm. Also, I heard. I don't know. I can't confirm this. Uh, I heard that at least one person dies at every gathering of juggalos. Every year. <laughs> Is at there le- a sacrifice? At least one. But pe- th- th- those are willing participants who would be, that just want to have a good time. Who's we'll, going to we'll, be the one this year? I don't know. Who <laughs> will be the one? It could just be a, it could just be a, a standard overdose. Yeah, they're going to be like, someone here is going to die. That's what they should say in the beginning. <laughs> Definitely. Like 100% odd. You know what? That would be interesting to uh, look up the statistics of the number of people who die at very large festivals like Bonnaroo, Coachella, Burning Man. Mm-hmm. Like all the, like so many people show. It's like if you have a, like 100,000 people show up to anything. Yeah. And the thing lasts a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like if you have 100,000 people anywhere on earth. The chances of like one person dying of something seems plausible. It's got to be like Astro World has the 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 most people that die in a short amount of time. Well, it's 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 it, yeah, but that's a symptom mm-hmm. of the ghettoing. Yes, ghettoing. Ghettoing. It's just it, yes. It's this. I'll I'll have my manifesto uh, written about in detail about the ghettoing. Yes, in the near future, but. It's just, yeah, that's a fact. The if, fact that you can bring a ton of people together and act like fucking assholes where people die mm-hmm. and no one cares and everyone records on their phone, that's not good. Yes, and if, you, if you're in the chats right now, make sure you hit that 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 like button. Get us into the, help, help boost us in the algorithm. So, like, just go in there, press uh Press the like button, the, the thumbs up, so that that helps us out a lot. But anyways, back to so so Randy Weaver, he befriends all these people in town that happen to be in the Aryan Nation. Like so, these guys are like white nationalists, locals. So, but in his defense, he's in a fucking cabin with his family all day, and in this town, yeah, there's only white nationalists. No, you know what? It's I think it's completely fine. Because I mm-hmm. live in a town that's predominantly left of left, mm-hmm. you know, uh, left of liberal people. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, everyone is very civilized and very calm and relatively happy. But when you get into just basic conversation, you're like, ooh, these people believe in some kind of extreme stuff. But no one's being like... Yeah. fucking crazy about it they're just like and these are all these are all ideas that they haven't really pondered mm-hmm. in, in depth that's why they believe them because they didn't they never really thought about it i think it's the same way on the opposite side of the spectrum people who are sort of right of right yeah those are people who you know they just meet a nice white guy in their small town 
I'm like, yeah. oh, I like I like this guy. They're not like I only talk to fellow racist nationalists. Those are the only people yeah. I associate with. It's like if you just meet some random white man, you're just like, oh, hey, how are you? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because that's that's the world that you're fighting for. So it's like if you meet a rando who seems like fairly nice, like you'll probably be cordial. And I'm sure Randy Weaver was a church going man. Yeah, he's, it's he's like if you meet if you meet some random fucking like white nationalist at a fucking you know after church. Yeah, <laughs> like you're just like, well, I look, I get the guy's a white nationalist, but fucking Dale over here. Is, He's a pretty nice guy. You know, he didn't yeah. fucking do anything to me. He doesn't, he doesn't talk about it. Most people don't talk about it. Yeah, they it. don't talk about it. You I know, mean, they're, they're just, it's just everyday shit. Like, so how's, how's, how's fishing up where you are? It's like, oh, it's chill. Yeah. And shit. Like, mm, Is that one road still closed down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then every once in a while, it'll be like, you know, um, uh, you know, well, I, I was hiking through there the other day and I saw a bunch of, you know, you know, walking around there. I'm like, what are you doing out here? Nah, don't worry about them, Dale. They're fine. I don't know. They shouldn't be out there. Yeah, they shouldn't be. That's white man property. Yeah, it, it really is. That's a, white, that, that's a white man's property. Right in there. Randy Weaver's defense, like, he probably wouldn't, like, man, he, his kids are probably annoying him. Like, sometimes you got to get out. Like, you don't, you're living off the grid. All you are, you're around your kids all day. You're like, he's like, Vicky, got to go get, go get, I got to go get a drink. Yeah. Got to get out of the house. Sure. Who, who are you going to hang out with? You got to hang out with somebody. We can drink by yourself. Like also, I'm, it's a small town. Like if there's like one bar, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a handful of white nationalist dudes that are minding their own business. Yeah, and there's they they're relatively just just generally polite. Yeah, it's just like yeah, I I know I know mm-hmm. what I know who they are. I know what they're doing. But it's like when they see me, they're they, they you know they're not in my space. Mm-hmm. They're not in my face. Yeah, it's like what are you gonna do? Just dena- I'm gonna denounce. That's the thing is like people don't denounce anything. People just let shit ride mm-hmm. until it becomes a problem. People yeah. do not think about preventative measures where they live. If somebody was like, "I don't want some fucking re- fucking redneck white supremacist living near me and my fucking family," I'm gonna go. What are you gonna do? You gonna go up to their fucking property and be like, "You should get the fuck off the mountain, man," because yeah, like, you- you're 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 peddling hate. And my family ain't about that shit. It's like, you're not going to do that. No, you're just going to. It's quiet. Oh, here's birds. Yeah. You hear the wind brushing through the forest. It's beautiful out here. It's live and let live. Yeah. That's where I spent all of fucking COVID mostly. I it was just in the woods. Yeah. And there was one or two trucks with Confederate flags on them, but no one was fucking bothering me. Nah, and let my, him, let him, and my let Puerto Rican as fuck wife. Let the kids have fun. My Puerto Rican as fuck wife sunbathing on the fucking lawn. Like, eh. No one was pulling over. Yeah. Hey, tell your maid not to be sunbathing when a when a white man's driving by. There was none of that shit. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) It's you know, it's that it's it get once you once you get out in the middle of nowhere, the the farther out you get, yeah, it gets a little more libertarian. Yeah, like the deeper you go, like there's a don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you attitude. People people generally they they self segregate. I'm not saying segregation is good. But it's just a thing that exists. It just happens. It like, just naturally fucking happens. Like whenever I worked in a restaurant, all the Guatemalans hung out with each other. All the fucking like, like I mean, of course you're gonna have like a sprinkled in black guy, whatever. Like with with us, which is I mean that's just what happens. Like eventually you start bringing more people into the group. Yeah, but like, just like there's sprinkled in white dude into like a group of black people. 
but, but but I would say the the Latin American uh, people, the art people. Yeah, I think both of us can confirm, especially working in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. Very. Very into segregation. Oh yeah. Like if, very, you're, if you're from Mexico City, you don't fucking hang out with the guys from Yucatan. They're not. Yeah. They're not trying to be your fucking friend. Oh yeah. At all. That's like no. I was just in El Paso, and it's very, it's very racist there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Was I, it worth the fucking five hour car ride? No, it was. It was nine hours. Oh. <laughs> but it, it's um when, <laughs> when you go to South El Paso, that's right on the border. Yeah. I used to know I used to know a girl there that um, was dating a black guy, and her family just disowned her. Mm. They were just like, just "No, to be safe." Yeah, like we don't want any of that here. But like, it's it's. I'm not saying every Mexican's racist because I don't like calling like a whole group of people racist, but there is a lot of racism in that culture, is what I'm saying. And most most do like it. It's, uh, and like what we're saying, like people kind of segregate to to their kind. If you don't know these people. Like, say you go into, an, like, you're go, going to work at a site, like, you're a construction worker. You're going to, you're going to probably hang out, you, you're going to feel comfortable hanging out with people that speak the same language as you. Yeah. That's why Mexicans are going to, like, I'm going to go with these guys because they speak Spanish. I'm going to, or like me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with these guys over here because they, like, they te- speak English. See, now, I think people would hear that from you. Mm-hmm. And want to split hairs about like, well, why would you do that? I'd be like, okay, let me make it really simple. If you're a dork, mm-hmm. if you are a nerd, like you, you just look like a fucking nerd. You're wearing baggy bondage pants. You're wearing a fucking Pokemon fucking hoodie. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got the fucking, you know, like if you're just like nerdy, bad skin, fucking dork, mm-hmm. you're probably going to end up. Find like finding out who the other dorks are, yeah, and going hang out with them. You're not gonna find like the jackedest, tandest, fucking like alpha guy and be like, we should we should be friends and talk. Like, mm-hmm. no, the people like that are unapproachable. You're gonna find people who, you know, you're gonna find who's like you, yeah. And it, that could be a black person. It could be mm-hmm. a, it could be some black nerd. Yeah, it could be an Asian nerd or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's 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 not hundred percent. It's not hundred percent anything. Across mm-hmm. the board, it's just very general. It's, Everything always breaks down to culture. Yeah, it's like go go to New York City right now, one of the most liberal cities in America, and it's the most diverse city in America. New York City and Houston are the most diverse cities in America. But Absolutely. When you go to New York, there is Italian neighborhoods, there's Puerto Rican neighborhoods, there's fucking Russian neighborhoods, there's black neighborhoods. Like they all naturally segregate. And I'm not saying segregation is good. Remember that. But what I'm against is for like government forced segregation. That's not good. But like if it if it happens naturally, that's just how it is. And if you try to do something that's unnatural, it kind of it kind of just like shakes up the fucking. It's like look at prisons. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like the prison doesn't be like okay, all right, half you. Half your nation guys need to go hang out with the fucking the Mexican gang. Like mm-hmm. we need to, we need to split this up. They're like, no, that's not gonna work. Yes, exactly. It's like, why isn't it gonna work? Because it's like the most extreme situation. People are just start fucking stabbing each other. It's, it just doesn't fucking work. Yeah. Oh, hey, Catalyst Jones in the building. What's going on, buddy? Uh, yeah. So, so the um, like I was saying, he's hanging. He befriends uh, Rennie Weaver. 
befriends people in the Aryan Nation. An ATF informant met Weaver at an Aryan Nation meeting called the World Aryan Congress. Here, the, the informant convinced Weaver to sell him a sawed-off shotgun. And this is interesting. So he sells him this shotgun that's sawed off. And it's legal at that point. Because you can saw off a shotgun. But there you can't saw it off a, at a certain length. There's like a federal law. Yeah. So this informant was like, oh, I can you saw it off a little shorter? He had to saw it off a quarter of an inch more. And that's what got him in trouble. Just that quarter inch. Got that that put on some uh, um, federal gun. Uh, he, he violated a federal gun law by having his shotgun cut too short. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know, dude. I I like the older I get, I feel like I think people should have uh, fucking like cannons if they want one mm-hmm. and bazookas. Yeah, I was actually talking to uh, a friend of mine from California about that, and he's so like. He just doesn't like guns and shit, yeah. and, and you know, and I'm just like, I was like, and I just talking to him, I'm like, you know what? I like, I I wouldn't give a fuck if someone had a goddamn Gatling gun mm-hmm. strapped to their fucking you know Honda Element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I, like I, I like I don't care. I I think you should be able to sell that to somebody. I think you should be able to have nukes. Like that's where I'm at right now. Sell nukes. You should be able to. You should nuke. be able to own a nuke. I mean, I think people should be able to have nukes if it was through an author, authorized dealer. Yeah, you know, like a, like a, like a certified used like Nissan Pathfinder. But it's, it's, you, you're not just gonna have some rando be like, yeah, the Pathfinder's great. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't trust you. We need. I need to get my car. Get a get a Carfax yeah, for this nuclear warhead. If you are, and, and this is what happens with the left is they don't really understand the Second Amendment. Because I had, I got into this conversation back home with some family members that are very against guns as well, and they were saying that like, because I was saying that we should be able to own nukes, we should be able to own any gun that the government has, and he's like, well, the, the yeah. he's, but they think that gun laws don't apply to citizens that don't have a militia, and I was trying to explain to him, like a militia, it can be anything out of my house, it could be me and my friends, that's what a militia is. And, and they had a different definition of militias. If people can identify as a cat, mm-hmm. I alone should be able to identify as a militia. Yeah. If you listen to the comment if podcast. You're a they, which you're... is a pluralized word, mm-hmm. militia is a pluralized word. Do you guys. Suggesting more than three people. Do you guys want to join the conmen podcast militia? The CMP militia would be fun. Like we're we're. <laughs> uh, I just said uh, Catalyst Jones says Hillary Clinton is a uh, satanic uh, pedophile. Yes. Oh yeah. I just, you, I just thought he just just throw just throw just his, throw it out there. Throw it out there, brother. Catalyst, you're you're in the nice you're in the job. militia. You are here. You're in, buddy. You're in. We're we're gonna need we're gonna need a lot of you guys. We're gonna need someone that's gonna be willing to fucking kill. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. Don't. All right. I'm I don't need people coming to my studio over, over <laughs> shit that you fucking say. Okay? I don't even know what the f*** that means. <laughs> That's the most retarded I've ever heard. Mentally. That's mentally retarded as far as I'm concerned. Okay? So there, All right, so there's a... Uh, so this guy, this informant in the ATF, entraps uh, Randy Weaver, which we've seen a lot of that in the last couple of years 
during the the whole thing with uh, what's her name in Minnesota or is it Michigan? Um, the one that pretended that she was getting kidnapped. But all those guys were in the FBI except for like one. Oh no, guy. that was Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, that was that was the governor of Michigan. What the hell was her name? Uh Whitmer? Gretchen Whitmer? Gretchen Whitmer. Yeah. So what the FBI does is they commit crimes and then they get one guy involved and like, yeah, we got him. It's kind of like the the um Operation Fast and Furious, where everyone that was involved was FBI agents, ATF agents. The thing about the ATF is they're they're fucking goofy, they're fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Like they do. Like I, I think during this time, it's in, like a, it's like a police academy. Like it's just a bunch of just wacky characters. Yeah, like they they're they're kind of wild. They have a they were they were really struggling to get funded at this point, and they were trying to do this whole like PR stunt. They thought by doing all this like. This Waco, they um they were they were trying to get more funding from the federal government, so this was this was just like during a time when they they it was just craziness where they were they were entrapping people they were um I mean they they were like oh we're gonna go get David Koresh because he's a pedophile and even though that's not within their jurisdiction they're not in charge of getting pedophiles they're there to get people that are that are illegally obtaining guns or what they say stockpiling which what the fuck does stockpiling mean that like that could be anything like, like if you have, it's like hoarding yeah but like it, it's but, just but i've seen hoarders and not one episode was it like a dude who's just like yeah that would be a great episode just a dude who just has piles of guns everywhere they're not even organized or mm-hmm this is nothing. There's just there's just guns everywhere. He's like, what? I don't have a problem. There there was this there was this thing. Uh, there was a documentary called, um, and we talked about it last week. It was uh, I think it's the Rules of Engagement. It's on YouTube. It's great. It's a great documentary. But what they what the guy was saying, he's like, what what does stockpiling mean? That could be mm-hmm. just mean inventory. Yeah, you have an inventory of guns. Saying stockpiling, it like it triggers someone at home that's watching the news like oh stockpiling he's he's going in and he's getting a, a dangerous amount of guns when they weren't like the branch Davidians weren't it's not like they're going and attacking people they're getting guns to protect themselves and then the the, the fbi and the atf like basically turned them they they had the media on their side that's why when you see there's like so much video of wait the waco siege because they told everyone that was going to happen. The only reason the Branch Davidians survived that is because, like, Davy Jones, he was in the post the, uh, the post office, and he told them he's, like, the, there was, like, an, uh, I think there was, like, a reporter there was, like, hey, the FBI is about to go raid the, the Mount Carmel compound. He's, like, oh, well, cool, that's interesting. And he just jumped in his car and, like, fucking drove in. He was, like, hey, the fucking feds are on their way right now. So like get ready. So that's when that's how they knew like to, to get ready because they were going to raid them and they were probably going to kill a lot more people. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. So um. So this the same ATF informant tried to convince Randy to become an informant himself because he committed this crime. He's like, you're not going to serve any time if if you just become an informant of us and you're going to go infiltrate the Aryan Nation. And 
Randy Weaver's like, no, I'm not a snitch, so I'm not doing that. So he wasn't really buying into what was going on over there. Um, and the, the where it gets interesting is they have these gun charges on him. He's set to go to trial on February 19th, but the judge changed the date to February 20th. Mm-hmm. But remember... Randy Weaver does not have electricity, doesn't have a phone, nothing. They have no way to contact him. So they have so they can't they can't contact him. So they tell his lawyer who was he, he was appointed by I, I think he was like a what is it called when you can't afford an attorney? Well, like the court appointed him a a, a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy claims he couldn't get in contact with him, but they end up giving him a letter, and the letter says he is. Um, They're like, "All right, well, this that your your court date was moved to like March twentieth, but it was wrong. It was actually February twentieth. Hmm. So he doesn't show up to his court date. So now he has a federal warrant out for him. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah." So and this this all seems like it's planned out. Like they yeah. that's the only way you can get the feds involved if there's a warrant because he was just indicted before. I mean like all right, you're going to go see some local judge. Hey, do you want to hear some fun statistics? What's that? Uh in 2021, uh there was a total of 48,830 firearm deaths mm-hmm. in the United States. How many? 48 48- Forty-eight thousand eight hundred and thirty. That—that's homicides, suicides, accidents, mm-hmm. uh, officer-involved shooting, you know, stuff like that. Okay? Yeah. And then, same year, twenty twenty-one, car accidents, forty-two thousand nine hundred and thirty-nine. Yes. And then, drownings was somewhere around thirty-five hundred. So basically, if you just combine car crash victims and people who just drown, mm-hmm. you you basically get the same number as, as gun deaths. That's interesting. So we should outlaw water yeah, what's and the, cars. What's the percentage? You know what's an Which I think they are doing. I'm not just trying to be a smart aleck. I'm, I, I do think that they take those numbers into consideration. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, how, like, how do you control people? Well, people need to move. What if we can just control how they move? Mm-hmm. Which is why everyone's going to have an electric car soon. What's the and no one's gonna be able to own water. Oof. Like, you know what I mean? Like all bodies of water are gonna be strictly monitored, regulated, and controlled by the government. That's that's a terrifying thing. I mean, how much water isn't controlled and, by the, main, and, the, but, the government already? But the upside is they can't do that with guns. Yeah. Good luck. So that's that's the last thing and like if if you had to register your weapon that you already own, you're just gonna say like, Oh, sorry, I threw it into the lake. Yeah, I mean that's what I would say. I would say my gun committed suicide. Yeah. Oh, and that's another good point is the, those numbers that you presented right now. How many of those are suicides? Because I think most gun deaths are suicides. Uh, a large portion of them are definitely suicides. Yeah, mo- definitely. Most handgun um, shooting or or deaths are, are 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 suicides. I don't know the exact number, of course, but because I don't have it written into my episode. Um, yeah, Lucas Hard R, welcome to, welcome to the chats. He says they count suicides and gun deaths. Perfect time to write that. I'm, 
I know I know we are about 40 seconds ahead of them with the stream. So that, that that's a good timer right there. So um so just like Waco, the media paints the Weavers as criminals. Geraldo Rivera. I don't know if anyone was any of you guys were around like are old enough to remember the the coverage of Ruby Ridge. But there was like Geraldo Rivera, he did this Why thing. Are you gay? Yeah, Geraldo Rivera super gay. Uh he he covered like he he did this whole thing for his TV show where his helicopter flew over Randy Weaver's cabin. And um it was cuz this was months before. This was like again that number, April 18th, which is the day before. Uh so he uh, April 18th, 1992, they they fly over his cabin on his show that's called Now Can Be Told Television Show. Federal agents claim that that Randy Weaver and and his, the people in the house shot at the helicopter. But the thing about that is they couldn't prove it. And even like I think the helicopter um, pilot said that didn't happen. It was all made up. Hmm. But people didn't know this at the time. So he, everyone that was watching this on the news was like, oh, they got these domestic terrorists in there, and they're just shooting at anyone that walks by. Also, that just sounds like bullshit. It's like they shot, they didn't say they shot and hit the helicopter, they said they shot at. Mm-hmm. It's all, yeah, it's. That's like saying someone shit in their hand and tried to, and, and tried to, and threw it at the helicopter. It doesn't mean it hit the helicopter, but someone threw a handful of shit at it. Yeah. It's like it's it's meaningless. I'm. It's like because okay, someone would be like, "Is there a bullet hole in the fucking yeah. helicopter?" Well, they're like, "No," but they fired at the helicopter. I'm like, yeah, "What does you, that even mean, you bro?" Just, you, you don't. It's crazy how much the government lies. Just think about everything. Like NASA, NASA lies constantly. Think about the Vietnam War. They like they shot like guns at um, during the. What was the, the 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 false flag during Vietnam? Um, the Gulf of Tonkin. Gulf of Tonkin. They shot at the fucking ship, like those were American bullets in there. They lied about it. Like, oh, we were under attack. Yeah, <laughs> but no one died in the original Gulf of Tonkin because there was two Gulf of Tonkins. But so they lie about that. They lie about nine eleven. Like they lied about Waco. They lied about. They just can't stop lying. Like NASA lies about um, basically everything. They have all the CGI. They have uh, I don't know if you know about how on Mars the original footage of Mars is like you know how it's like super red. If you look at Mars footage now, it looks like it looks like Earth. You know why? Because they put a fucking red filter on the on the film on there to make it look more red. Why would they do that? And they even had to admit like, oh sorry, we added a red filter because like people that are experts on Photoshop, I'm sure Catalyst Jones would know a little about this because he's a graphic designer, but there is there. They were putting a red filter on it. Is that true? It is true. You can look it up. Is it a filter of the Rover on the surface or is that from, it was on the surface from above, like above the atmosphere. It was because that's it, what we see, right? Their it's on the rover, the one on the rover, because it's it is, it is the the footage that you see when they're mm-hmm. on the ground. 
It's okay. really interesting. The Y Files did a great breakdown of it. It's fucking great. The Y Files, and they're not paying me anything for this, but dude, go check out the Y Files. It, the AJ and, and Hecklefish and all those dudes, whatever Hecklefish. I thought it was annoying at first, but man. Big shout-out to those guys. Those guys do a fucking fantastic job. He did a great episode on Mars. Yeah, they dude, this is this is footage from the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory YouTube okay. page. This is uh, this is Mars rover footage. Throw it up. From one year ago. This is interesting. I love this stuff. Look at that. Well, this is, this is I don't know when the red footage was put out. Mm-hmm. But this is a year ago, so maybe they're like, okay, we can't we can't do red footage anymore. But this is what it looks like most recently. This and is in Canada, actually. This is Canada. This is what the, this is what people think. There is an island in Canada where they're saying that all the Mars footage is shot at. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm sure Catalyst Jones would know. Someone someone in the chats will know. So if you know the name of it, because there's also. All the footage of the squirrels, the Mars squirrels. I don't remember what they call them, but they found animals on there. They're like, oh, these are aliens? They're like, no, that was filmed on Earth. Mars squirrels. Interesting. I don't remember. I don't think it's squirrels. Yeah, it looks like that. something that. That looks like a dried lake bed in mm-hmm. Austin. Yeah. Rocket drilled on. Oh, wow. That's interesting. This is a pontours or rock drilled on ladder soil. And this is what what is the YouTube channel? Is this like for is this NASA's? Uh this channel is called NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory. So Lucas Hardar says nerds geomatch terrain on Earth from the rover. Yeah, I I want I think in the future we're gonna do a Mars episode. It right now I, I'm I'm into fucking FBI and FBI killing uh, uh people like civilians so like well that's that's what I'm into now but as soon as we move on from this because we're we got a lot of stuff with Waco that we'll we'll get into some of the Mars stuff because it's super interesting I love it yeah Catalyst Jones uh, says it was filmed in Arizona it was filmed in Arizona okay I heard it was Canada but I, I could be wrong who knows. Um, and, and and he said his his grandma is uh, retired from the jet propulsion laboratory. They're all full of shit. Hell yeah, I believe it. He, he called out his grandma. He's like, yeah. my grandma's fucking full of shit. <laughs> She'll it's, die a liar. It's like what was it? Hidden figures. Yeah. Where where's the grandkids of the hidden figures mathematician black ladies? Oh. Would be like, my grandma didn't know fucking math. Yeah, she's stupid. She can't even read. Dumbass bitch. <laughs> she, <laughs> she she folded laundry. Yeah, before before Catalyst Jones Armstrong. is hearing this, he said, J- <laughs> it's funny because he's probably just hearing this now. He says, JPL's bullshit. My grandma worked there her her whole life. Okay, yeah. Sorry, grandma. You died for nothing. Everything you did was a lie. <laughs> yeah, you got a fake pension. So, all right. So, they're shooting at the, they claim that they're being shot at. Geraldo Rivera, I don't think he ever said that. I think they made that up. It's they try to create a narrative, which they usually do. Was like, oh, these people, white nationalists, they um, they hate the government, and they're. Uh, I don't know what what type of narrative they're trying to shape with that, but um, so, uh, 
So this is just a justification for the agents. Like they're they're setting up for why they need to go in there. They're trying to say like, oh, we we, we got to set this up where where um, these people are bad guys and we have to take them out. So this is what happens. This is this is this is they're 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 painting the canvas for what eventually happened. Uh, they're setting up the rules of engagement for August twenty twenty one, or uh, that. I think that's when it starts. I think it starts in like late August because they say whenever they talk about Ruby Ridge, they're like that. They call it that summer of 1992. Also, I, I'm just like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Lucas R just yeah. called Catalyst uh, Jones' grandma a lying bitch. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> guys! God. No, we can't talk about someone's grandma. Come on, guys. I, I wonder if they just, like, do these type of things just so they can kind of set up legal precedent mm-hmm. to kind of beef up the power of their, uh, you know, mm-hmm. their, their, like, three-letter organizations. Yeah. They're like, well, like if, they're like, if we mob on this dude at Ruby Ridge, then we can set a legal precedent where, like, in the future, we can do other shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean that's what I would do. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah, so this this thing, uh, so so months later, federal agents de, uh, descends uh, sent, descended on Randy Weaver's cabin. They the thing is, they were afraid of Randy Weaver. Like they had ATF agents that would not go to his they door. They were afraid of Randy Weaver. Yeah, was they would. Was he like talking all his shit? He, I don't know why they just wouldn't show up to his door. Like they wouldn't go up there and deliver the warrant to him. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I hear there's I got a sound clip of Randy Weaver right here. Bye. Go home to mommy. Mm-hmm. Go home to mommy. Exactly. So they were understandably intimidated. So this led to an 11-day standoff with the ATF, FBI, U.S. Marshals. So the way the gun exchange started was when Randy Weaver's dog got out and started barking at the ATF agents. So, like, they were setting up, like, a surveillance. Like, they they were, they were kind of... They, they're dressed in like what is it called? They're like all fatigues. They're like kind of hiding out in the trees and they're like mm-hmm. surveilling the cabin, getting ready to do this. They're ready to do this, um, I guess, raid. So the dog goes out there and blows their coverage, barks at them, and the and the <laughs> agent, the U.S. Marshal, goes and kills the dog. And Randy Weaver's fourteen-year-old uh, son, Sammy Weaver. Came out, saw his dog was dead, and says, "You shot my dog, you son of a bitch." So he goes out. He tries shooting the guy that shot his dog, misses him, and then tries to run away. And the cop, the the marshal, shoots him in the back and kills him. Mm. Yeah, fourteen year old kills him. I don't know, fucking fourteen year old in the back. Fucking assholes. So, Kevin Harris, the guy that um, was at the house at the same time, friend of uh, Randy Weaver, they're oh, they're all in the house. They're hanging out. They hear this gun, the, this 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 shootout happening. They saw they kills Sammy Weaver. He goes out there and he shoots that guy. He kills uh, U.S. Marshal uh, William Francis Deegan, and this is. This is how the whole thing starts off. So Randy Weaver goes out there 
picks up his dead kid and he's trying to put him like in this um it's kind of like a shed or it's like a kind of like a guest cabin and he's trying to put his trying to put his kid away in there and whenever he puts down the latch uh sniper is this is a big name in this so just remember this name Tom Lon Berenger. yeah <laughs> Lon Horiuchi who was um just remember that name he was shooting at um at uh Randy Weaver and them so they they end up they they all kind of retreat retreat back into the cabin and um Vicky Weaver she's they close the door and she's she's like holding the baby she's holding the her 10 month old I think son is her son or daughter holding the baby and Lon Horiuchi shoots through the through the door and hits her in the temple and kills her instantly. Oof. So, Horiuchi, he claimed that he was aiming for Kevin Harris, which is impossible because you, they, the thing about this whole thing is they didn't know who was in the house. They didn't know how many people were in there. They didn't know who was in there. They knew Randy Weaver was in there, but they didn't know if there was like a whole militia in there. But they just kind of just shot in there indiscriminately, even though none of them were like... They were all retreating. You can't, you have rights. You can't shoot somebody that's retreating or has I'm, not I mean, shot at you. I mean, apparently you can. <laughs> so, uh, Vicky, this is, this is fucked up because Vicky Weaver's dead body was basically was inside her dead body. Just bleeding out was in there for eight days. Just a dead body. Oof, gross. Yeah. And it's a house with no electricity, so it's just hot. Uh, Lucas Hardar says they're they're wearing ghillies. That's the word I was looking for. Thanks, Lucas. They're wearing so the the snipers were wearing ghillies. To and and that and they were on the property. That's how they're like what, what they're dressed in. Mm -hmm. Um. So so her dead body's in there for eight days. ATF. Agent claim claimed that she, they didn't know she was dead, but the the, the document said otherwise, because they were fucking taunting um, Randy Weaver. <laughs> they said this because they knew. I, I, I'm 100 percent sure that they knew she was dead. They said um, they were they were on a microphone saying, um, they would say, "Hey, You're good the fucking reason this country's going down the drain." It's, it's worse. <laughs> it's, so on on their you like watching people get fucked for free. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would have been hilarious. Oh, that's what they were saying. Yeah, uh, <laughs> on their um, on their microphones, they said, "Quote: Good morning, Miss Weaver. We had pancakes for breakfast. What did you have?" <laughs> and they would they would keep asking that over and over again. And if you remember, in the whole Waco siege, is they um, they did a lot of um, psychological warfare on them by playing the 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 rabbits being slaughtered and just, they would play things on the loudspeakers. So this is something psychologically that they were trying to do. They're trying to fuck with them. And they, they wanted Randy Weaver just to go out and go crazy and just start shooting. And then they kill him. Cause, uh, it was that that's what they wanted. They, they wanted to prove that these people were insane just for their narrative. Yeah. And he wasn't having it. No, so, um, 
11 days pass. So this whole thing goes 11 days. Um, they, they were able to work out a surrender. An Idaho jury found... So, like, after this all happens, they he's arrested. And they they were like, oh, you're arrested for murder, conspiracy, um, for not showing up, for, for gun charges, which was the original one, um, violating a warrant. So it was all this stuff. But he was tried in front of a Idaho jury, and they found him innocent on almost all charges, except for, I think, the gun charge. I think that's the only one that really stayed on top of him. Mm-hmm. Federal Judge Edward Lodge condemned the FBI and issued a lengthy list detailing the Justice Department and the FBI's misconduct, fabrication of evidence, and refusal to obey court orders. And going back to um, Horiuchi, Horiuchi was charged with manslaughter. And we, I don't know if I talked about this early in the episode, but... The case was eventually dismissed because of the supremacy clause in the United States government, which grants immunity to federal officers acting in the scope of their employment. So, got away with it. Nothing happened to him. Yep. And, like, this this whole thing is... And, we, we're, well, Lon Hiruchi is a guy that killed people at the Waco siege. So he was brought on over there months later because that happened. This happens in August. The the one in Waco happens in February in um, April. So he's over there, and people know about this story. Uh, and we've talked about this on the Oklahoma City bombing episode. Was Timothy McVeigh? He goes to Waco because you know, remember how they had the whole media there, and um, they had a lot of spectators. Um, Timothy McVeigh was there; he was a spectator at Waco. Mm-hmm. But the thing about him is, he knew who Lon Hariuchi was, and he would go to gun shows, and he would show up with a picture of Lon Hariuchi, and he would. Um, it had a picture of Lon Hariuchi. It had the address to his home. And he would hand it out to people at gun shows, uh, trying to convince them to go and kill him. So he was just doxing. Yeah, he was the original doxing mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, Timothy McVeigh totally doxed like, him. It would be cool if he went, went and killed this guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably how he said it too. Uh, Lucas Hardar says they never identified as law enforcement. It's just starting started lining them up. That's true. I don't think they were presented with um, any like Miranda rights, nothing like that, or uh, FBI or whatever. I think I, it was something about like hiding where they're at. So when they shoot Sammy Weaver, it's not they're like FBI get down. They just shot him in the fucking back. So it could have just been anybody. It could have just been an intruder. So that's why, and that's how they got away with, I mean, that's how they, they were found innocent. They're like, this could have been anybody. We're just protecting our house. Like, you guys came to my private property and killed my fucking kid. Right. And my wife. And my dog. And you try to shoot me. Like, you, come on. Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, I 
mean, he was he was uh, compensated for his um, suffering, mm-hmm. <laughs> quote unquote. Oh, they got they got millions of dollars too. Yeah, they won. But um, FBI Director Louis uh, Free concluded that there was no evidence to show that Mr. Haruchi intended to shoot Miss Weaver. Yet, Bo Gritz, the former Vietnam, what the, the he was a Vietnam vet who um, he was the one who kind of brokered the. That's the surrender with Randy Weaver. And um, he represented government that negotiated that deal. So um, he declared that the government's profile, the Weaver family, uh, recommended killing Miss Mr. Weaver's wife. Quote, this is what this was. It was in their document. It said, I believe Vicky was shot purposely by the sniper as a priority target. The profile said, if you get a chance, take Vicky Weaver out. So it was, they, they, they had a plan. Yeah. Yeah. These, uh, these people are not, uh, are not your friends. No, they're fucking criminals. And I got into this argument when I was back home and I said that all the FBI, the CIA should be abolished immediately because just think about what they fucking do. Say that you had family like you, you can you can see what the Branch Davidians did, and uh, like you can disagree. You're like, oh, I don't like Christian fundamentalists, or I don't, um, uh, what's it called? Um, you could say that David Koresh was a pedophile, which we don't we don't know for sure if that really happened. We just kind of accepted that that story. Yeah, but like. I, I'm on the side. I, I think he is a pedophile. I think he was banging 16 year olds, but there's no proof. You like watching people get fucked for free? <laughs> but at the end of the day, if someone was going to kill two dozen children in Waco, and they're supposed to be the people that are to protect us, and you want that same thing kind of protecting us, like you're like, oh no, it, it was a mistake. We won't do it again. And they, they keep fucking doing it. Yeah, it just goes to show pretty much any situation, you're on your own. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a, a lot of situations where no one's coming to help. Mm-hmm. You're on your own. Good luck. Yeah, and you... Stay strapped. FBI, also involved in a lot of pedophilia rings, a lot of murder of, of, of children. You have... Things where they're attacking fucking um, even black communities. Like if if you want to if you want to get your friends on the left on it, be like, hey, these are the same people that 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 were involved in COINTELPRO. You think all of a sudden they're good now? Like, come on! Like this shouldn't be a partisan thing. It shouldn't be left versus right. Like they are attacking civilians. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. Like that this has become a partisan issue. Like all of a sudden the, the left is like. They they they're like pro like war and they're like pro fucking um, uh, intelligence agencies like the CIA and the FBI. I mean, like, the left has been pro war for a long time. Not that I mean, yeah. Well, now I it's mean, been like thirty years, but like they were against the Vietnam War. They were. Without, I mean, well, they're they were against the the Iraq War. Those were those. those I mean, those were that, that was a whole different breed of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people like to say that. The uh, they like to say that like Republicans, mm-hmm. there was like a switch at some point. Yeah, where they became 
racist. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I think, I think that's just, I think that's people projecting mm-hmm. the fact that they've been on the side of, you know, the KKK yeah. and people like that. And now that it, it that is now that there's some ethnic diversity on, on their team, they think that like suddenly everything is better and it's like, it's not. In fact, it might be as, if not more racist now. Well, the Democrats were, were, were in the Ku Klux Klan. They were for slavery. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we switched sides. Like, what proof? Tell, yeah, show like, me. They're like, oh, that, those are Republicans. And I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> that's a Democratic Party. Yeah. That's, you can't just be like, no. That's kind of how, yeah, that's kind of how, what Lincoln had in mind mm-hmm. in the founding of the Republican Party. It was an anti-slavery. They just kind of changed their party. tactics. It's, it wasn't it's as, all. It's all just tactics. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But people are gullible. People... People, uh, people watch the Kardashians and yeah, <laughs> Netflix and all that other shit. Yeah. So and if, and if you if you haven't if you haven't heard me say this on the show, don't watch TV. Don't don't watch it. Just stop. Watch go to tw- go to Twitter and watch Tucker on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there's no re- there's not even real reason to look at Twitter. Yeah. There's there's zero reason to watch I, TV. I didn't look at I didn't look at Twitter the whole weekend. I I looked at it a little bit like at night when I was falling asleep, but. Usually I'm like, oh, I need to look up stories and mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about whatever. No, it was great. It was just hanging out with family. Even family that doesn't agree with you on everything. Like, I'll, I mean, I'll do anything for that family. Sure. We, we just don't agree on certain things, but that's fine. You can you can disagree with philosophies of, 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 of certain things politically. But, like, at the end of the day, everyone wants the same thing. Like we all want to take care of our family, want to have enough food on the table, and I mean we we want what's best for our family. We're not like there's there's not like a racist family. They're just like rule one, uh, don't think black should exist. Like they're not saying that. Yeah. Even like the people that Randy Weaver is hanging out with, they're probably not like they're. I bet you that's like. Way on the bottom of priorities. Yeah, it, it, it's actually the, the. I think the people who have lost the most, mm-hmm. uh, the the most disrespected people in the past few years is uh, is racist people. Yeah, because they're misrepresented. Yeah, the most most racist people understand that you're not just gonna get rid of millions and millions of people of color. That's not something that's feasible. You, I mean, and, and sending them back to Africa is not feasible either. So, they're what's what's your all? What's the next alternative? Is just segregating. I feel like they're creating more races. segregating. That's that's like that's what most racist people are for. Yeah, because they realize that you can't just exterminate people who aren't like you. And like, here you go. Here's here's something progressive that I don't think a lot of people don't know about it. There's like there's white nationalist groups that are like. Like if if you're gay, you can be gay as long as you're white. Yeah, like that. That is a modern thing. That's so that crazy. That, right now. That's like in the last like ten years that's happened. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of these white nationalists are fucking gay. Yeah, they're just they're just really into being white. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but I I think what's happening is you have um, I think by by treating people a certain ways, you're making more racist on both sides. Like you're making these people that are like just saying if you're white, you're a piece of shit and blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, well, like my mom's white. I don't think she's a piece of shit. And like it's just going to make these people radicalize more. 
And then you're telling, like, these black people that, like, all these people that aren't black, that are white, are just fucking evil, and you're convincing them that they're, like... Can you imagine believing that? Could you imagine being Colin Kaepernick? Black. Thinking that you have (laughs) a chance at an NFL career. You don't, first of all. Yeah. You're not good at football at all. I'm better. I'm a better quarterback than he is. Yeah. Okay. Facts. That, that's a that's a fact. It's a hundred percent. Everyone fact. knows that. Mm-hmm. And your and your whole family's white. And then they turn and him against his family. That's that's dark. That is dark. Like the people that like, because he got he he got adopted by this white family. They go and like fucking do everything for this guy, and then he makes a Netflix series about them about them being. Fucking pieces of shit. Like, yeah, what, like for people what? don't, know, it's like you, you don't just be, you don't just become like Tom Brady. You don't just wake up one day and you're like, I'm just gonna be the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, like you start as a child, you play football, and that costs money and time, your parents' time. Yes, taking you to games, like going to camps, mm-hmm. getting good at the game, honing your skills. Paying for coaches and all this other bullshit. Yes, Hard R has a good point right here. Uh, Lucas Hard R says, <laughs> speaking of Hard R's, <laughs> uh, he said integration was a psyop. Blacks had their own banks, own Wall Street, everything. They were way more prosperous when they were segregated. And this is what Thomas Sowell was saying. If you ever read any Thomas Sowell, mm-hmm. was saying that the trajectory of Black Americans was way fucking higher and like before the civil rights era i'm not saying that the civil rights era was a bad thing but they when they implemented a bunch of these welfare programs through lbj it totally fucked them like big time it like broke up the nuclear family um like uh i think single parent households uh rose exponentially that's why you're seeing more violent you like black like, these communities weren't as violent back then. They're way more violent now. Why? It's not It's not the color of their skin. Like, something happened to their it's culture. They, they watch TV. Yeah. And they spend more than an hour a week on social media. I think mm-hmm. it's literally that simple. Yeah. Think about that. If you take a kid who's, like, 15 and, and you just completely and he's got he basically has everything he has at least one parent mm-hmm. like he's got his mom you know he has access to school he's not starving to death yes you know, if you just chopped his fucking time in front of a screen you know by 50 percent yeah you yeah. don't think he's gonna be less of a piece of shit by the time he's 18 you think he's going to be a better or worse? I think he'll be a, a better person by the time he's 18. Yeah. I, I don't 100%. think anyone's going to be like, oh, to definitely definitely be on TikTok eight hours a day and then watch a bunch of bullshit TV and streaming services. That person will be better than somebody who was off doing other things, occupying their time better, like playing sports. Yeah. Or doing whatever the fuck that, else. That's how I met all, all my friends. It was through playing sports, and like that. that's just a good way – to teach people to accept each other is by putting it in, in sports and like having that, that meritocracy, respecting people who mm-hmm. are gifted, yeah, have talent, you know, and you have to position those people 
and everyone backs up the people who are the fastest and the strongest. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, you can't, this doesn't work any other way. Yeah. It's, these are all good points. It's just, you're just asking for a failed experiment to happen. It's like knowing the experiment's going to fail. That's just what happened. And, And so, so getting back to the, the Ruby Ridge was, there was, we're, and we're going to get into the Waco siege. Like, next week will be when we get into the real A dark shit. Uh, so, Ruby Ridge situation was based on erroneous gun charges, much like how the Waco siege was. And this led to unnecessary deaths. So, and, the, and I'm just correlating the two stories because they're, they're very similar. And they, they, they were ran by the same people. Janet Reno was in charge of of um what, what's it called? Janet Reno was in charge. You have the Clintons. This is during the Clinton administration. Like the the these same. This is the same people. The same ATF, uh, FBI. I mean, not ATF. That same FBI director. All of it the same. You have the same sniper. So <laughs> these stories are very similar, just months apart. And Waco had much more deaths, of course. Um, and it was much longer. So these two situations happened within months of each other. And like I was saying, I'm not defending Randy Weaver, hanging out with a bunch of, like, basically, like, white nationalists. But what the ATF and FBI did to that family was clearly murder. Like, he murdered, they murdered those people. They murdered a mother Mm -hmm. and child. 14-year-old child. Shot him in the back. And and, in front of, you know their wife in front of their husband and and father. It's like, yes, it's, and, and and he got money for it. Yeah. It's something you, he he has to just live with that forever. He would, he would trade that money in any, any time, like any day he would be like, I would much rather have my wife and my 14 year old son back. And he was a dude who lived in the fucking woods. He, he wasn't even, bothering he, anybody. He didn't even want $2 million. That motherfucker didn't even want electricity. What the fuck am I going to do with this money? What are you going to do with money? Yeah. I don't believe in money. I believe in fucking hunting my own food, um, fucking growing my own crops, getting my own water. And fucking. Yeah, and fucking it. and having a bunch of kids. Beautiful. That's all I care about. Simple, beautiful, clean. Yeah. Okay? Clear as crystal. What do you get? What do you get to do with money besides yeah. tax him for it? Yeah, they could give him like what, here. Here you go. They give a million. They give him two million, but he really gets like nine hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, let me, <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me let me take some off the top. It's fucking mob. But let let me turn this to you. So to end this episode, I just I, I want to. I, I think it'd be good to close this out. So with a question. So even though Randy Weaver was hanging out with a bunch of white nationalists. Do you think the government had the right to like arrest him on these gun charges? Like, what what are your final thoughts on what how they did this? Like, what do you, what do you do? You, do you think they did anything right? So, no. Mm-hmm. Long yeah. The, the short answer is no. I don't. I don't believe in most gun laws. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if Randy Weaver was. If let's say he had him on tape conspiring to commit some sort of, uh, you know, ethnically motivated hate crime involving firearms or explosives or something of that nature, mm-hmm. 
like definitely take that dude down, you know. But if he's just some dude selling a shotgun to another dude in some rural town, yeah, it's like I grew up in kind of a rural town. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like when there's no one around. It's like, what are we going to do? Play by all the fucking rules? Yeah, we're not killing nobody. We're not hurting nobody. What's what's what does it matter that this shotgun barrel is a quarter of an inch shorter? Yeah, I'll, who cares? You know, you know who's you know you know when that does matter. If somebody in that community dies of a shotgun blast, then you go. Do your fucking firearm forensics, find the person who did it, and you and you fucking put him in prison. Anyone that, but it doesn't seem like any of that ever took place. It was just trying to entrap a guy. Yep. And then, and not just entrap him, and like put him in jail for breaking some arbitrary fucking rule. It was an intimidation they murder, tactic. They, they murdered his whole fucking family. Yeah, it was an intimidation tactic by the United States government. I know Bill Clinton was trying to cut down on militias. So when you start cutting down on militias, like you even think of the, the Second Amendment. So you're, you're, you're trying to cut down anything on gun rights. Like this has been the whole battle with the, the, the federal government and civilians is they want to know. that That's why they want to put in red flag laws, which if, if you're a Republican and you favor red flag laws, you, you should be immediately censured. Like, you should be taken out of office, and you should have no fucking power. Because mm-hmm. a red flag law is going to put you on a list. And who who dictates who should be in that list or not? It, like, you, you sh- I'm against all of those lists. I, I'm, I'm literally against every gun law there is. Sure. Why yeah, not? if you're, like, completely insane... Maybe that's where we can start this conversation. Like, well, this guy is fucking, he has a history of being a fucking psychopath. Or he has a, some, some type of thing wrong with his head where we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't let this guy hold on to again. Maybe. I don't know how, where I'm at right there. Or if you had like a, um, I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I don't know. What if there was like, what if there was like an HOA thing mm-hmm. where someone's just like, you can't have certain type of guns in this neighborhood. Yeah. And you know that going into buying the fucking house, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They're like, you can't have, you know, whatever you can, if you're going to live here and then people are like, well, I want to fucking live here. So what you're going to have is people segregating themselves in areas where that is legal. Mm-hmm. And what the beauty part of that is, is anyone who wants to buy a house, white, black, Middle Eastern, Asian, and you're into guns and you want to live near people who are like-minded, you can do that. Maybe something like that, because I think liberal people would, uh, you know, feel, uh, they'd probably feel a little bit fucking safer. Yeah, like, let let them... Or, Not or, that I care about anyone's feelings about guns at all, I don't, but it's... Let, but, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm just... I don't know. I'm just theorizing here, but I don't. I don't see any benefit of any Let, kind of overreach into people's right to own firearms. It's just yeah. If, if you're necessary. if you're scared of guns, you just gotta leave the red states, leave Texas, leave um, Mississippi, 
fucking Idaho. Like, all these. Like, whatever. I mean, we, we can split into different countries. Like, who cares? Why does it matter? Like, we... Also, there's a lot of illegal firearms mm-hmm. in blue states. A there's, lot. There's mostly illegal firearms in blue states. Correct. Because... So, it's like, you can live in a blue state, but guess what? There's... Uh, probably, I don't know, I didn't do the math, but I would assume that there's a higher percentage of you being robbed or killed by somebody with a gun, and it's an illegal gun. Yes. that's That odds are probably very, very high. And if 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 you guys are in the chats right now, if you have any questions or any comments, uh, go ahead and submit it right here in the live chat. And um, if you guys have anything good in there, we'll, we'll address it. But um, but yeah, these are these are some of our final thoughts. It's and that and, and and like what you're saying is, and I completely agree with it all. Is is these these gun laws like every every way they implemented all of, like these tactics were wrong in every sense of the word. Like that, I, I think more people should know this story about Randy Weaver and his family getting murdered. Yeah, and you know what? I I wish agencies like, you know, all the all the uh three-letter acronym agencies. Mm-hmm. And um I just I I feel like like a a great sort of uh uh I don't know what, what what's the, what what's the what's the olive branch? I was yeah. like trying to think of the tree. Uh yeah, I think a great olive branch is if a nice big fucking chunk of government money was spent on making people not afraid of guns. Yeah, teach them how to shoot the guns. Like respect, or learning to respect, uh, learning to respect guns. If people can be convinced to just own a smartphone, no one tells you to own a smartphone. You just do it. Yeah. But how did that happen? I think that would be interesting to go back in time and look at TV advertising. And all of a sudden, like, everyone has a smartphone all of a sudden? Went from never having them to, to now we have them. Mm-hmm. I think if theoretically you can do that with um, just people uh, with people's uh, paranoia yeah. and fear of firearms. You can put that money into just conditioning the public to be like, well, you have the right. Okay, it's not a privilege. You have mm-hmm. the right to have a firearm or not. Now, you have to understand that there are certain people who do have firearms and have to have firearms and people who should not. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, you know, and you as a citizen person, you're probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Most people aren't cops. You know, most people aren't gangbangers. You're somewhere in the middle. And if you kind of assess your where you live and figure out, should I have a firearm? Do I want one? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, should my children know about them? You know, it's like if you're going to have a birds and the yes, bees conversation, is, you should have a gun conversation with your kids, too. Yeah. Because they know they exist. They play video games. They watch TV. They see people with guns. They're going to be adults someday. Do you want your kids to be some fucking mealy mouth pussy <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole who's just hates guns and has never held one or fired one? Because that's when you convert people. Yeah. You take people to a fucking range with people who know how to teach them exactly how to fucking do the thing and how to be in a range. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll convince people like, fuck, that was fun. It's it's fun. And, and also feel the power of it. Yeah. And and the thing about, I mean, and culture in here in Texas is people shoot guns 
and it's it's all about like you you'll start shooting guns like around like nine or ten years old. A lot of people here, and the thing about being around people that are gun people is they are obsessed with safety. Like you go to a gun range and you start acting crazy, like they'll take the gun from you. Like no, you're not ready for this. Like they're yeah. gonna be like, all right, what you can do? You're not gonna put your finger on the trigger. You're gonna point down range. And yeah, it's like you you have rules, yeah. And like they and they're they're obsessed with that that stuff because it's important. And it's you don't want you it's don't a want, code of conduct mm-hmm. that everyone in that space agrees upon. Mm-hmm. It's like going anywhere else. It's like going to a movie theater. Stay off your fucking phone. Mm-hmm. Don't be fucking talking. Just sit there and watch the fucking movie. It's like going to a, going to a fucking gym. Mm-hmm. It's like you go there, you sweat, your disgusting, stinky ass. All over the bench, mm-hmm. you fucking wipe the bench off. It's just exactly. It's it's just like it's common courtesy, and like if, if I think if you can just kind of make common the existence of guns being around, like phones, no one thinks it's weird. I remember I was thinking about this the other day. I remember the first time, like I was in public, and I was like, "Wow, everyone has a fucking mm-hmm. phone, and everyone's on it." Weirded me out. Yeah. Sometimes it would be like some people would be on their phone. Yeah, but I remember being somewhere one time when it was like everyone. I think I was on. I think I was on a train platform. Yeah, and everyone was on their phone, and that's when I was like, "Wow, yeah, this yeah. is fucking weird." Now it's like it's not weird at all. It's like going to a uh, like a you go to a uh, like a baseball game or a football game. Like it used to be, I remember when when LeBron James broke the record for the the most points, and they compared it to when. Um, I think it was like when Michael Jordan did it. I don't remember who it was, and they showed the two pictures. Like Will Chamberlain, it might it might have been Will Chamberlain. Doesn't Will Chamberlain have he scored the most points? In yeah, the it, game? so they're showing the photos of both of them right next to each other, and one of them is everyone's just watching it. And they're like, "Whoa!" And he made it, and like everyone was like crazy happy. But they showed the LeBron one, and everyone's just like on their phones, like yeah. looking at it. It's just like. Like, or looking at concert footage. That's the worst. That's the fucking worst. That's so insane. I hate that. You see like 30,000 people pointing just, a phone at someone who's performing just, for them. Just live in the like just live in the moment. Just yeah. be there. Like put your phone down. Like no one cares about your footage. We know you're there. Yeah, most people they they don't care about their footage. You know yeah. what I mean? It's um Human experience is being outsourced to technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah. Pe- people have been convinced that they want that. Yeah. Yeah. That, this which is funny to me. I don't, I, it's just weird. I'm glad I'm as old as I am because it, if I was maybe five years younger, mm-hmm. I might not think that, you know. It, it's, I, 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 and I've been saying this for a while. I think there's going to be a big pendulum swing. It's going to swing back. I think people are going to get, there's going to be a big uptick in people moving away from this technology right here. Yeah. They're going to want to do like shit, like outdoorsy shit. I think there's going to be a big uptick in homesteading, doing outside stuff, and getting rid of phones. I don't know if it will happen right now. It'll probably take a few years, but it that is going to be the next big thing. And that's and I know I am. I'm looking into like, I mean, I buy my eggs from a guy from a guy <laughs> his name's ted so, and, he, he, and funny thing he's from idaho i gotta ask him about ruby ridge <laughs> Ooh, i'm sure he knows all about it oh yeah 
And uh, he's he's he doesn't I, I can't pay him through PayPal or anything. I gotta pay him in cash. I love that. So yeah, yep. dude. I I I mean that's the thing is like everyone always every few years everyone's like we need a national divorce mm. or fucking Texas needs to secede and like. I think the best way to resegregate everyone in a way everyone's going to be happy is have states where it's just cash yes. and, and everywhere else. Because I brought this up on the show. I'm like, eventually you'll just have smart cities mm-hmm. where just plebeian basic bitch people live. Yes. And everything you do is dependent on some type of technology just to fucking do everything. But the rich people will have the privilege of going to states where they can still enjoy analog things. They can go buy a cup of coffee at a coffee shop and paying cash and not a robot makes their coffee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they can do random analog things where there's just people who serve you. You know, there's yeah, no, it's, it's it, like all the other we, shit goes away. There's no Postmates. Like if you want to go eat at the Thai restaurant, you have to get your ass in the car yes. and drive to the fucking Thai restaurant and sit down and eat. You so know? The, the, and, That's going to be a privilege one day. Everything you're saying, I want to do an episode on it soon. And it, 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 will, be, it will be another series of, of episodes. We're, we'll, we'll talk about the Federal Reserve. We'll talk, we'll talk about the, the Rothschilds because Rothschilds set up the central banking system, the global bank... Banking system. So when people talk about the Jews um, <laughs> running the world, um, and there there is some truth to that. The Rothschilds, the Rothschilds, basically run the world. They're the most, and they're Jewish. Yes, they're German Jewish. They're, oh, uh, Sean, you're gonna you're gonna get us kicked off of Rumble. <laughs> We're gonna have to go to fucking bitch shoot. Yeah, you're the fucking reason this country's going down the drain. <laughs> oh my God. But I mean, could you imagine if we had to move to Bitchute? Be like, oh man, Rumble's done. Fucking the Rumble's will gay. Not stand. <laughs> yeah. This is bullshit. We're going to fucking Bitchute. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what's funny? The uh, what was it? Uh, uh, this is this is just an aside, but I think it's really interesting. Um, uh, this guy named Lloyd Kaufman. He's a guy who owns a he owns a movie studio, a small independent movie company. Uh, in New York City called Troma. They did the Toxic Avenger mm-hmm. and movies like that. Um, I guess their channel was removed from YouTube. Okay. Because, I mean, they're kind of like exploitation movies. You got to have, they got to, like, they they can't really sell their movies based on story. You got to have titties. You got to have gore. You got to have, you know, over-the-top shit. Okay? Yeah. That's sort of the draw to a Troma film. And I guess, I don't know if their whole channel got suspended or kicked off whatever but he's like these fucking people are fucking it's like yeah bro like welcome to the fucking club leave youtube guys yeah just lloyd kaufman leave youtube go to rumble mm-hmm. go to fucking rumble he won't yeah i, I was no I was, he, I was, he won't but it's like you could do that today actually i'm gonna look that up right now i wonder if he was just like it's like someone under him some young person was like Oh my god, they've removed all of our hundreds of videos off of fucking YouTube. Um 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 what do we do? Yeah, so let's, let's just dump them all into Rumble for in the meantime. We we got to do a whole revolution of of, of all this stuff is like you got to give your favorite content producer that's on YouTube and you just got to 
convince them to make a channel on Rumble. And just as a backup. Yeah, just back it up on Rumble. And like you once you're off YouTube, you just tell everyone like, hey, we're on Rumble now. And get physical media. Yeah. People but, think I'm fucking crazy when I say that. I'm like, do you see how many people are buying vinyl nowadays? Yeah, it's coming back. I'm telling you, the, the, it's the pendulum. It's, it's like always swinging buy back. Buy physical movies. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all these companies that are going to stop making fucking Blu-ray players and all this shit. Like, mm-hmm. buy three or four of them. Yeah. Just so just enough to cover you for the rest of your fucking life. Because do you, do you want to fucking pay money to watch? Oh, I don't know. What do you like? You know? You want to watch John Wick or a Marvel movie? You want to pay every single time? Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that noise. Pay one time. One time. And then you own it for fucking ever. But they, they, but people don't want that. They don't. They just want to fucking get a little more money out of you. You're missing out on, on just growing up, on opening up the that CD out of the plastic. It's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, where can we find you at? Let's do one one, one more quick plug. Sure, why not? Uh, my podcast is called the Skeleton Factory Podcast, and I specialize in reviewing independent uh, films, cult movies, horror movies, fucked up weird documentaries, independent cinema, all that kind of thing. Uh, Skeleton Factory is on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on all good podcasting platforms. Um, you can also find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Skeleton Factory. There's a bunch of free episodes on there. There's also video content. That's the best place you can go support me for just pennies, pennies a day. And I'm also on Twitter, and I barely check it because Twitter is a fucking shithole. It's uh, at SF Podcast ATX. Uh, check it out and let me know what you think about it. I'm primarily on Instagram. That's the easiest place to find me if you have any questions about movies, you need recommendations, or you want to request something for me to review. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yes. Uh, you can find us. Um, of course, Instagram is probably the best place to follow us. That's at con underscore men underscore podcast. Find me on, on Twitter at comment podcast one, patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. You can also find us on Rumble, uh, YouTube. Uh, we have some clips on there. Uh, uh, also, Food show, definitely support the food show, MK Old Treats. So just go YouTube, type in MK Old Treats. We got this great fried chicken sandwich. Oh my god, so good, Talk so good. Federal Reserve, we cover the Federal Reserve and how to fry, double dredge a fried chicken. Teach you how to make pickles Woo! and um, spicy mayo, all that type of shit. But yeah, um, before we get out of here, also you can find our, all of our socials in the link tree um, uh, link in the show notes. So go in there. But before we get out of here, we gotta give a big shout out to all of our Patreon members. Um, first off, our, our uh, let's let's go with H Bomb eleven forty four version two. I'm assuming that's what V two stands for. Uh, Space Cowboy, of course, one of the OGs. He just joined the Patreon a few weeks ago. Melissa Black, Tyler Buck, Ben, longtime listener, uh, Jen, Thomas Sims, Adolf, uh, oh, I'm, Adam Rumpf. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so used to calling you a Nazi that uh, I went with Adolf. Adam Rumpf. Well, that wasn't, that's not our, our um, uh, Patrick Franzenberg is our, is our Nazi. Sorry, Adam Rumpf. You're more Russian. Uh, Thomas, Joe, 
David Osbernson, our, our our black listener, our, our one and only black. No, we have we have more than one. Uh, Steve Addison is on there. I give him a big shout out, Steve Addison. Um, Buck McGee, Itamashi Chan. Oh yeah, Itamashi Chan is one of our. I, I mean, he's been in the in the Patreon for like two years. Michael Terpstra, Matt Royston, Lucas R, or as we know him as Lucas Hard R, uh, David Jones. Is that the same David Jones? I know he's AK Guns, but is he the same one that were he warned the Branch Davidians before the FBI came in? So big shout out, David Jones. And last but not least, we got Matt Spears. So thank you guys for for China is asshole. Yeah, don't 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 trust China guys. Uh, don't also don't trust the United States government. Don't trust FBI, CIA. Uh, IRS. Uh, who else? Who else is on this list? Uh, fucking the non-foreign uh, ent- entities like NATO. Uh, yeah, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's what, all we got today. Uh, help us out by 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 signing up for the Patreon. It's only three dollars a month, and we got we got t- plenty of bonus stuff. And that's a that's a good way to contact me if if I'm not answering your. Your DMs on Instagram, I'm getting like a hundred new <laughs> messages. The Instagram is blowing up; it's like crazy. So, uh, Patreon is a good way to reach reach me if I if if I'm not writing to you on Instagram. But yeah, I think that's what we got left for today. Thank you guys for hanging out in the chats. Thanks, thank you, Adam Hester, for having me in your beautiful home. Thank you, thank you for uh, thank you for coming by. Yeah, we're we're going to film. We're we're going to do a quick Patreon here in a sec. It won't be. Um, it won't. We won't live stream it because I'm not paying for for fucking Rumble. I guess you have to pay to do multiple streams in a day. So I'm not doing that. Sorry. But you can find all this stuff on Patreon.com forward slash Command Podcast. And that's all we got for today, guys. See you guys later. Bye bye. <laughs>